I watch all of my movies that I know I'm going to either cry at or that are like kids' movies on the plane. I like save them up until I have a whole bunch of them. <laughs> so all the Pixar movies and like everything, I always watch them on the airplane when everyone else is asleep so that no one can see me crying, full, full grown woman crying at this Pixar movie. Because I can't sleep on planes and flying to England is like 12 hours. So one time I was like, I'm going to watch Mrs. Doubtfire because that movie's amazing. It's going to be great. So I'm watching Mrs. Doubtfire and I'm like chuckling along to myself and all the lights come on in the plane because it's time for them to like serve dinner or whatever. So everybody's waking up. But everybody's waking Waking up in the last like 20 minutes of the movie <laughs> when he does the big speech on the TV show about how all families are different and stuff. I was just bawling my eyes out while these flight attendants are coming down trying to go chicken or beef, chicken or beef. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that uh, it's very uh, Mr. Rogers moment. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good movie. I love Robin Williams. Uh, we just watched a video about a YouTube video about Buffy this morning. And- and I, if I need a good cry, there's like three episodes of Buffy I'll queue up. Oh my god. And she had a clip in the YouTube video from when Buffy is named Class Protector. That's oh. one of the ones that gets me. Man, it's been such a long time since I've seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I, I don't think my husband has ever seen it. Ooh. Um, rewatch, rewatch. Uh, I, I want to rewatch it, but obviously Joss Whedon is problematic now. And I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, he's always been problematic, but he's like more problematic now. And I'm just like, mm, do I really want to do this? <laughs> do I want to do this to myself? Because I'll be sad that Joss Whedon isn't a nicer human being again, and I can't deal with that. Yeah. Well, there's so many other people that are involved in the show and and make the show what it is that's like my that's how i uh handle it it's like it's not just his you know anthony head is a national treasure i yes. love that guy so good if y'all haven't seen it there's i think it's a maybe i'll find it it's a reddit post about a uh trans man i believe who got anthony stewart head's um autograph but it was with his dead name so he's like hey uh you know he mailed him the thing and he's like hey i know this is like probably a long shot but if you could like just maybe send me one without my dead name and anthony stewart head was like absolutely and invited him to go horseback riding and they spent the day horseback riding and had a nice day together and he gave him a new picture oh <laughs> so he is amazing completely different note it just blows my mind how Americans call horse riding horseback riding. What are the problems? <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it has like a flow to it. I, I don't know what it is. That's one of the words that I just am always like, why? 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 <laughs> it doesn't make any more sense. In fact, it's more complicated because now I'm thinking, why do you have to qualify that you're riding the back of the horse? <laughs> like, are you riding, you strapped yourself to its belly and just like, go, go, go. Like, I don't understand what's wrong with you guys. Anyway, maybe it's like to distinguish or like a, a like a leftover term from bareback riding. I mean, I, I, assume, a saddle. I assume that's what it is because obviously we didn't have cowboys in England; we just had posh people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm going to ride my horse. Yes, 
<laughs> Come flopsy. Um, so that is the voice that people put on when they think they're doing a British accent, by the way. It's either that, <laughs> it's either that, like, mm, oh, yes. Mm, or it's like some bad Cockney accent, like, oh, geezer. Yeah. Mate. Yeah, I can't yeah. do a Cockney yeah. accent to say, the only accent I can do is Russian because that's a very easy accent to Even do. Cockneys can't do a Cockney accent half the time. It's <laughs> unintelligible. So. <laughs> Well, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and this is episode 25. This is our quarter century. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, last week I believe I mentioned a a segment about, like, someone stealing, uh, someone's sister stealing her fiancé and blah, blah, blah. Forget that. If you want to see that, we'll tweet it. I'm not going to do that. We're going to have a great week and everything is gonna be awesome. (laughs) I uh, just, there's a series of like pretty good posts that are a lot more upbeat. So we're gonna have like a nice gentle couple of weeks. So far, I do have a couple slots open. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) A couple slots to make me mad. (laughs) Oh, I'm not saying they're not gonna make you mad. Absolutely. It's just- (laughs) How can I make Esme froth at the mouth this week? (laughs) Terrible thing can I expose her to? Well, this first one is a relationship advice post. OP is 20 and his girlfriend is 21. I think I am getting jealous about how tough my girlfriend is. (laughs) Cool. So my girlfriend is a pretty tough lady. She's 5'11 and has long, strong arms. <laughs> that's that's the one that made me screenshot this. Long, strong arms. Long, strong arms. Like stretch arms strong. <laughs> She's an amateur boxer and hits super hard for a women. For a women. <laughs> she effortlessly gives off an air of don't fuck with me. I, on the other hand, am only 5'6 and not super strong. I am in good shape, and I'm not very strong, and I can't really handle myself in an altercation. I tried boxing and was decent for a beginner, but the potential head trauma put me off, so I quit. I don't really have a super strong personality. I'm not a complete coward, but compared to my girlfriend, I have a much weaker demeanor. Sometimes things happen that make me feel pretty bad about this. When we helped my sister move into her new home, my girlfriend was able to lift the heavier items much easier than me, and my sister joked about my girlfriend being stronger. On the rare times... There is an altercation somewhere. My girlfriend will step in front of me like she is going to protect me. One day when we were hanging out with our friends, they joked if someone touched her ass in public, I would have to hold her purse while she handled the guy. (laughs) All of these things annoy me, to be honest, but I usually keep it to myself. The thing that was the last straw was in an altercation the other day. Some asshole who must have been either kind of drunk or kind of high started talking shit to me specifically, saying that my girlfriend should get with an actual man who could properly take care of her. I was ready to defend myself and talk shit back to this guy, but my girlfriend gets in the way. She steps in front of me and says she doesn't need any man to take care of her and that she can take care of herself. She gets up in his face and the idiot backs off. She grabs my hand and we hurry along, but this entire thing makes me feel emasculated. We get home and I tell my girlfriend that I don't need her to protect me, that I can handle some drunk guy by myself. She tells me that's nonsense. He was bigger than me, and you never know who actually knows how to MMA or boxing, so it was better that she handled the situation. I'm pissed and tell her that he was talking shit about how I couldn't protect you, so I had to prove him wrong. All she was doing was proving him right. She tells me not to be insecure because she actually likes being the strong one in relationships. She says I shouldn't be insecure because the man having to be the stronger one is outdated BS. I just kind of yell and say I'm not insecure and not to interfere in situations 
situations like that again. I go to be by myself, but I can see that my girlfriend looks hurt. Problem is, I feel justified in my anger. If I don't want someone to interfere in my problems, then that person should respect my wishes and not interfere. But I'm most upset about my girlfriend being the strong protector type between the two of us. I'm mad that I can never be t the tough guy for her that will defend her physically against people. I think I'm jealous of her. The end. Is that it? Yeah. So he's he's mad that he's dating an actual Amazon. <laughs> Can I date your girlfriend? She sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> a big strong lady to cuddle you, be the big spoon. That sounds real that sounds real nice. Yeah, I think um the problem comes in at like almost at the beginning where he says, I don't have a super strong personality. I'm not a complete coward, but compared right. to my girlfriend, I have a much weaker demeanor. Like Strong and weak is not how you want to describe that. You are like a mild-mannered person, and that is okay and also good. Yeah, like you don't want to be this big aggro-roid guy, like, we must protect my girlfriend, because that's like, that's really off-putting and strange. Yeah, because, I mean, it sucks because physical stereotypes and expectations suck. Cause, so either way, you're going to be either the, you know, wuss that, has to have his girlfriend protect him or you're going to be the guy with the little man syndrome quote unquote who like gets mad at everything you you can't win you just gotta accept it and like this this is where we 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 have to make clear that it isn't just women who suffer from like body insecurity mm -hmm. right dudes suffer from it as well they when you look at guys magazines it's all dudes with six packs and big legs and big arms and you look at any kind of advert and it's the man who's providing for the woman or whatever so i i get where he's getting these insecurities from but at the same time like if if he doesn't want to date a strong tall woman he should not date a strong tall woman if it's making him feel that terrible that he's jealous of her and he he can't cope with it and he can't cope with her being able to look after himself herself then he he has no business being in that relationship and making her feel bad about it she shouldn't be made to feel bad about the 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 progress and success she's had with her body. Mm -hmm. And 5'11 is tall for a girl too. So just imagine the bullying she had at school. Yeah, I did, I'm, I'm pretty tall. I'm like 5'9". Um, but I never got bullied. Of course, like, I feel like I had a very unusual school experience. I never got bullied for my height. Most of the time it's just adults saying, do you play basketball or volleyball? Because you're tall, so you should do that. It's like, no, I, I mean, I play basketball for fun, but I also trip over my own feet. So that would be a bad sport for me to play. But yeah, I, and, and so basically it seems to me like he did, started off not having a problem with it and you know, was like, oh, that's that's fine. Like, I don't care about gender stereotypes. And then just other people are coming in and telling him, right, this is a problem. Like, and the friends joking, which is a shitty thing to do. Yeah, that's that's not great. Yeah, and I always, whenever I think about oh, making a joke like that, I'm like, how many other people have already made this joke? That's you know. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, with like racist things too, like, oh, white people touching black people's hair or like making a comment about the kind of food you eat. It's like, how many times have they already heard this? Not that it's I would like make that comment, but that's kind of how I 
equate the two things. It's like a microaggression. It's the whole British joke thing that mm-hmm. I have been experiencing for the last four years. Oh, British food is so bad. All you do is boil stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard that like 16,000 times in the last four years. Thank you for that. Very original, interesting, good. I'll talk um, to him about it. <laughs> talk to my husband. And then coming up to you and doing the accent, right? Because they think, like, think about how many people in the course of my four years have done that to me and I can guarantee it is more than you think and it is not funny anymore it is walk up to you and do the accent how do they yeah all the time. Time afterwards how do they not die of embarrassment Dude, I was at a wedding oh my god I was at a wedding of somebody else and this guy I didn't know he didn't introduce himself or anything he'd been talking to me for like 15 minutes and he his family came into the room and as soon as his family came into the room he started doing a British accent I walked out and did not speak to that person again for the whole entirety of the wedding it is not okay to do that wow it's exactly the same as if there's an Indian guy like a Pakistani guy and you're talking to him and then you start doing your Apu voice yeah it's the exact same thing but because it's a British accent people think it's okay it's not stop doing it it's really annoying (laughs) yeah that's like I always you know when I when I worked as a cashier in the pharmacy you would hear the same things like oh there's no there's no tag on it it must be free (laughs) and so I'm always very cognizant of like has this person heard this joke before or is this original It, it might be original I think so I'll go ahead and say it yeah i I'm always very cognizant of, oh, this person has heard this joke before. And I also use that to my advantage. I could say the same joke over and over again. Like, oh, the hang on, the register's not working, even though it was that I, like, misclicked something. <laughs> I could be like, oh, yeah, computers, am I right? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all old people, and they'd be like, yes, I, that, that speaks to me and my problems it's like all the all the bawdy jokes that people make to barmaids in pubs as well it's like yes i've heard every single one of those when you're watching me pull a pint and you're like oh you must be good with your yes yes i've heard that like a hundred times thank you don't say that to me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's if it's something if it's something that people i don't even know how to describe this and this particular bugbear that i have but it's like making a british joke to me is okay if you're my friend but if you're not my friend do not presume to do that it's just really irritating it makes you look like an idiot but yeah it's and and I've had situations before as well where people especially when I'm in line at a store or something and I'm talking to someone people will look at me like I'm pretending to sound like this Like, like this is just a full fun prank I'm trying to play on them. Like, no, if 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 I could do accents, I'd pick a more interesting accent. <laughs> like, come on now, guys. I sound like this all the time. I have a slide on my first day of school PowerPoint, which expressly tells the children if they try and do a British accent, I will be phoning their parents and reporting them. <laughs> I feel like the only comments that I'd get were usually boob related. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, don't comment on other people's bodies, people. Just don't do it. Like, or their voices. Like, they can't help that. There's nothing they can do about that. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like OP is like, and it's 
hard. Like I imagine that he get they do, do get lots of comments when they're out together. Just he's letting these people get to him, and maybe he needs to talk to someone about it if he wants to stay in this relationship. I get the impression from this post that he is like he let it build up, let it build up, let it build up, and then this post is him like letting that out. Yeah. Although he does say, I am justified in my anger after it's over. So, yeah, he needs to deal with his issues and probably talk to This is a him problem for sure. Absolutely. It's she isn't deliberately doing anything to make him feel small. It would be different if she was going up to him and going, come here, little man, let me pick this up for you. (laughs) Um, Which I would find incredibly hot. But um, for some people, that's not. That's not a thing that they like. So she sounds like she... Just the way that he describes how she talked about it, it sounds like this is something she's put up with as well for the majority of her life when she's like, look, I can look after myself and I don't need you to do it. It's like, okay, this is something she's had to process and deal with and she's heard these comments and she's found a way to cope with it. Mm -hmm. But he definitely needs to come to terms with either his own body insecurity or finding ways to deal with my girlfriend is big and strong, which, you know, I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of it. I feel like women, we, I mean, we still deal with a lot of shit, but we also get fed this narrative of like a strong woman who can run fast and hit hard and, you know, girl power and all that. And men don't necessarily get that kind of like talk, like, you know, you are great at any size kind of rhetoric. Right. So he's just like, well, I'm not the super strong man that I see in video games and TV and movies. So therefore, there must be something wrong with me. Right. And now I need to prove myself. So like, yeah, I think that's, it's a, he needs to work on that within himself, but it's a product of his what he's being told by society. That doesn't mean that he is in the right or justified in his anger, but he needs to deal with the issues that society has given him, like the rest of us. (laughs) I would love to, like, stand up for my husband and be like, no, I will protect you. Like, that would be really cool, but I I am weak. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that weak. I'm getting pretty strong now. Yeah, yeah, you're weightlifting. Weightlifting, yeah. I definitely want to do like kickboxing or something when that's the thing that I always wanted to do kickboxing and then I hurt my knee and the doctor was like there is absolutely no way you're gonna start kickboxing did I mention my horrible doctor I'm pretty sure I mentioned my horrible doctor you mentioned your horrible doctor yes and I got laid off and I got rehired and Mm -hmm. I specifically picked a different doctor Hooray. On my insurance. I got my freaking card in the mail. Guess whose fucking name is no. on it? It's a <laughs> doctor. I'm like, why? It's a different insurance. God damn it. He takes all the insurances because he's a shitty doctor and he can't keep a patient. <laughs> well, I did get my same dentist, which I do like because I like oh, my dentist. Good. But yeah, I, I talked to a CVS clinic person because uh, I was getting my... I think I did mention this on air. I was getting my uh, TB test because teachers have to get that every four years. Oh, crap. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that soon. (laughs) God damn it. I I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate needle. But yeah, it's. I'm not going to talk about it then. Um, But yeah, I told my doctor's name to the CVS person. She's like, oh my God, he's still practicing. (laughs) So (laughs) that's when you know it's bad. 
he, uh, I can get a new doctor at some point and they will tell me that I can kickbox because I'm pretty sure if I ask this doctor if I can kickbox, he's going to be like, why don't you just Why don't you swim? do MMA? <laughs> yeah, bullshit. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to that episode, he told me I shouldn't lift weights because I'm going to break my lady, lady bird <laughs> arms. Delicate lady body. He literally took his fingers and put them like an inch apart and was like, well, you can lift this much, like 20 pounds on the little thing. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, how much are you lifting? And I'm like, right now I'm bench or I'm squatting about uh, 140. And he's like, <laughs> dude, I hit 135 squats yesterday and I felt Ooh. like an actual badass. Well, that was obviously pre COVID because I did 10 body weight squats and five push ups on Wednesday and I am so sore. Like, that's <laughs> all I did because I haven't been doing any weight stuff. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm stronger than I've been for years because I've been doing all my weights in the garage. We have, we're really lucky. We have a pretty empty garage, so we just throw all our weights in there. Man, I'm my my deadlifts. I'm trying to deadlift 170 now. It's just Ooh. too much. It's too much weight. I can deadlift a whole me now, which is like mm, that's cool. If I had a clone, I could deadlift myself. I'd have to look. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm just going to have to start from scratch uh, at this point. But I did get the a set of resistance bands in oh, cool. yesterday, so doing that. Uh, if if you're looking into uh, starting weightlifting, guys, this is a pro tip from my husband. There is a uh, an app called Five by Five Weights. Oh, that's the one I use. Yeah, it's so good. Um, check it out. The, there's, the app's really cool. There's also a whole wiki on how to do all of the exercises and how to know if you're doing them right. Um, and it's progressive and you can do it in the comfort of your own home and you don't need to worry about gym bros. So, yes, it's really the, cool. the one I use also, if you want to check your form, it has videos. Oh, yeah. Super good. So, it's, yeah. He's French, isn't he? The five by five weights guy. Uh, I want to say he's like Eastern European of some kind. I can't remember. He has he has a really Sounds cool accent, and he's like, "So you lived," and it's, it's very good. <laughs> See, like, I can't do any other kind of accents except my own stupid accent. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that one. He needs he needs to deal with his issues. He needs and... to just accept that he's dating a warrior, yes. absolute warrior woman who will protect him and cuddle him and fight bears for him, and he should be happy with that. Yes. Focus on being proud of her. Yes, be proud of her accomplishments. If she's a cool boxer, goddamn, I want to see pictures of this lady because I, I need to send them to my lady liking friends and be like, hey, <laughs> check out this strong lady. They'll all get nosebleeds. <laughs> anime joke anime jokes next one before we continue talking about this for eight years um <laughs> this is the name of the asshole post op is 34 and his husband is 36 okay <clears throat> am i the asshole for getting fully naked every time i go to the bathroom despite my <laughs> husband's protestations <laughs> i know people like this <laughs> Oh my god, this is something I always found really weird. Why do you never let's continue. I just this is <laughs> this is a, a, a particular habit that I just don't understand. My husband and I have been married for almost eight years and it's been great. I'm proud of the work that we've both put into our marriage, but we've come into conflict over my habit of getting naked when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> It started when I was beginning puberty. It was an awkward time, everything kind of itched, and I liked taking time out of my day to admire my burgeoning body. I always use a cubicle and make a ritual of stripping down before I relieve myself. 
For 20 years, those 10 minute breaks from clothing have done wonders for my mental health. I don't leave clothes on the bathroom floor. If it's a public restroom and there aren't any hangers, I'll balance the clothes on the toilet paper dispenser. Hard at first, but I'm pretty sure at this point I could balance a whole load of laundry on a single roll holder. (laughs) My husband first caught me a few months into us living together. I don't think he made too much of it the first time. I reckon it's normal for somebody to do an occasional naked poo. About a year ago, I had to spill the beans when we were on a U.S. road trip. We're Canadian on the off chance that changes the morality of my naked poos. (laughs) We both needed to pee, so we pulled over to a rest stop. When we got into the bathroom, I made for the cubicle. When we got back out into the parking lot, he looked me in the eye and asked me if I'd undressed. My guess is he heard fabric sounds and got suspicious. I don't see any point in lying, so I said yeah. When he asked me why, I panicked and said I had to for medical reasons. Oh my god. I made up some BS about how fabric makes it almost impossible for me to pee. He asked if it was psychological or physiological, and I said, I don't know, maybe both. He's been intermittently pushing me to see a doctor since then, for the sake of my own health and hygiene. Jesus Christ. He brought it up again recently after another walk-in, and I fessed up. I admitted I do it because I enjoy it. He got upset because he thinks it's a fucked up habit and because I lied. I told him I appreciate the importance of honesty, but I panicked. I also pointed out that if we were a straight couple, he never would have realized anything was up as the rest stop encounter would have been avoided. As for him calling it a fucked up habit, I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> I love him, but it's not any of his business how I choose to pee and poo, and I'm almost definitely definitely not hurting anyone. I also think I've earned this. I work hard as a barrister slash solicitor to provide for us. I got a little indignant and said... <laughs> Am I not entitled to relieve myself naked if my heart so desires? But he told me to stop talking like Frasier. (laughs) He spent the last week shooting me dirty looks every time I go to the bathroom, which sabotages its meditative purpose. I don't want to have to give up my special breaks to appease my husband, but I worry he sees me differently now. Am I the asshole? Best problem. Like, I don't. I don't. You do you, my dude. I guess. Like, personally, I don't know. The, the doing it in a public restroom just fills me with all kinds of icky feelings because they're gross. And mm, yeah, you probably shouldn't touch anything with anything in, in a public restroom. Yeah, a rest stop bathroom. <sighs> like, no way in hell am I getting naked in a rest stop bathroom. But like in the, in the privacy of your own home. Yeah, <laughs> see, for sure. For sure. You should if you want to get naked and poop, you can get naked and poop. That's not even a big deal. Everybody's done at least one naked poop as an adult. Like yeah. before you get in the shower and you're like, Oh, I just took all my clothes off, but now I need to, and now I have to poop. Yeah. You just go for it. Why not? But like specifically taking your clothes off because it's meditative. <laughs> like do some yoga, my guy. Like if you're at work or something. At breathing, work? Breathing exercises. They they also help. Like at work. He's a barrister. <laughs> oh my goodness. Every single time. Like he, he says 10 minutes every single time. Not just for poo. For peeing also. For pee too? That's like five times a day. I don't know. I don't count how many times I pee a day, but I that's a lot of times a day. Especially now that we're home. It's so nice. Oh, yeah. It is. <laughs> it's amazing. Teacher. People, people keep saying, oh, what's the nicest thing about teaching at home? I was like, I can pee when I want. It, it's incredible. I don't have to wait for a specific time to pee. I can just get up and go to the bathroom. It's great. That but is a great thing about having a co-teacher also. I just thought like, he's a barrister, right? Imagine if you were, were like waiting for a case 
And you go into the bathroom and there's this, you can see this guy's like naked feet under the stall. <laughs> yeah, is he taking his shoes off in a public restroom? Oh, that's so gross. Don't do that. Like, I'm more concerned about the, the hygiene aspect of, yes. of taking all your clothes off in a public bathroom than I am about him pooping naked, which is entirely his right. See, the scene I imagined was like the judge says, let's take a 20 minute recess. And, and he's like, <laughs> it's like, great, races to the bathroom. <laughs> Comes out looking zen as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. This is- I do think he is right, though. That it's really none of his partner's business how he decides to do a number two. But... <sighs> I don't know, like, the public restroom thing is a little far. Yeah. Especially, like, in the States, for those who don't know, there's, like, gaps in the stalls. Huge gaps! Why do they need them? Because it's probably, realistically, because it's cheaper, but also because it's, like, more aired out, I guess. I don't know. Honestly, I can't get over that. Like, I have to I have to position myself in a way in which I'm absolutely sure that no one on the other side can see into the toilet and see me having a wee. Like, it's awful. I love going back to England and going to English bathrooms and the door closes fully and it's like, I am so completely private and alone in here and it's great. But you also can't ask the person in the next stall over for toilet paper or a tampon if you need it. Hell yes, you can. Can you? Can you pass it under? Normally, they normally have gaps on the top, right? Oh. So you can throw it over the top. You just got to be good at throwing and catching. <laughs> it's like an Olympic sport. Yeah. But yeah, like it really isn't any of his partner's business, but maybe he should be finding other ways to find his calm moment in public. Yeah. Get one of those like meditating apps. Yeah. Or like maybe just take your shirt off and then pull your trousers all the way down. And then you don't have to take your shoes and everything off. You can take your shirt off. That's fine. Although I will say next to taking your bra off, taking your shoes off (sighs) is like one of the best things. But not in a, like you can't, not in a public bathroom. I'm always like, that makes me way more nervous than it makes me relaxed in a public bathroom. I mean, what if something happened to you? Right. Let's say that something terrible happened and you had a medical emergency in the cubicle and (laughs) the ambulance had to come and get you out and they opened the stall door and you are naked as the day you were born. That would raise some questions. (laughs) Yeah. Just keep it at home. Not only, it's like, I get wanting like 10 minutes every... I get it. Just go on Twitter like the rest of us. Or in my case, Reddit. (laughs) Or like... Just enjoy the feeling of evacuating your bowels, you know? <laughs> it's a pretty nice feeling. That's why my cat always gets really excited after he's had a poop. He runs around the house shouting, <laughs> he's having a great time. Like, I get it, dude. Having a poop is real nice. But, yeah, you, yeah, in your own house, I think you're good. When you're out in public, I think that's where it starts to get a little bit, hmm. Iffy, yeah. Yeah, and he it sounds like their communication about this is not great. Well, why did he lie? I panicked and lied about it. Like, that makes it seem more perverted and weird than it actually is. Yeah, and then him... He could have just said, oh, I always take all my clothes off to poop. Like, it, it, uh, with no further explanation. Personal preference. <laughs> yeah, I like how he said, am I not entitled to relieve myself naked if my heart so desires? And I don't know if you guys have seen... The, I think I retweeted it on the on the Twitter account. Um, a YouTuber named Jenny Nicholson was talking about how a, a man talking to a woman can be 
you know, they, they sound super normal. And then as soon as they have the man has a disagreement with the woman, they start sounding like Shakespeare <laughs> and start talking all fancy. Yeah. No, that definitely happens. To win the argument. And it sounds like this guy's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like since he's a lawyer. So funny. He's like starting to do a closing statement. Like you'd think he would be a better arguer than this. Anyway, you can poop how you want, dude. Just like, you gotta have a conversation about why you really lied about it. The lying about it is the bit I really have the problem with. Because there was no need to lie about it. Why would he lie unless he thought it was weird? Yeah, yeah. He's It, it reveals that he thinks there's something wrong with it. Right. I would have asked the same question. I'd have been like, did you, did you take your clothes off in the store? <laughs> it's strange, man. <laughs> yeah, it seems like... Like he, yeah, he's making more of a deal of it than it needs to be. Both of them are a little bit, but I I understand the husband because he was lied to. Yeah, I can kind of get the husband's reaction because there was a deception there that was unnecessary. And it's also kind of annoying how he's like, oh, if we were a straight couple, you never would have noticed. It's like, yeah, but we're not. And I did like... That's not relevant. But why does it have to be a secret? Like, obviously I'm not saying you need to tell your partner exactly how you poop. Yeah. But, but like, that's weird. But, you don't have to share everything in a relationship. Right, but I don't get why it was like, he walked in on me doing it. It's like, that again, that makes it sound like a clandestine activity that you shouldn't be doing. Like, Yeah, and also, like, what do you do if you're in a hurry? And are you going to make him wait all the time? Like, they're at a rest stop and he wants to get back on the road and it's like, well, no, I'm I'm too busy being naked. Hang on. Like, what, what if you've got a gippy tummy as well? Like, you're going to have to translate that. Oh, what if you have, like, diarrhea? Oh. Do you have time to take all your clothes off and then... You gotta sit down and then take your clothes off. Enjoy the go. But then that's not really meditative because you've got a gippy tummy. And that's not that's not a pleasant poop. No. So I, I don't know. I guess I just don't understand the logistics of <laughs> does he get his clothes off first or does he do it as a process while he's pooping? It's I, I imagine it as like a like a ritual beforehand. Yeah, because he says I make a ritual of stripping down before I relieve myself. So yeah. Right. Weird. I mean, weird doesn't mean bad, and that's fine, but like... Interesting. I would not, A, want to make my partner wait that long for me, and B, want to be naked in a public restroom. Absolutely not. I can't think of anything nastier than being naked in a public restroom. And I've been in some nasty public restrooms, like... mm. Yeah, a rest stop in the US is not pretty anyway yeah it's not my favorite place you need to work on your communication yeah and you need to talk through why this is so weird for both of you like why have you both got a hang up about this and what can you do to not be freaked out anymore yeah i guess (laughs) poop in boundary create a boundary and like a like don't do it all the time start to like wean yourself off of it you're 34 years old my dude yeah i mean i guess if you're a teenager and you're like a little haughty bastard and taking all your clothes off and being like "Ooh, i'm naked is like nice (laughs) nice nice but when you're 34 it's kind of like a comfort blanket thing now right yeah i don't know maybe he can't poop unless he's naked i have a lot of questions i feel like he needs to do an ama yeah 
I'm the guy who has to take all these clothes off to poop. Ask me anything. And I will. I will ask you all sorts of things. I have questions. I'm making a list. <laughs> this post has been removed by the moderator. So far, am I the asshole? Sad. Unnecessary nudist. No comments. Lame. All right. <sighs> we'll never know. Wah, wah. Yeah, that is a wah, wah. Okay. Next one. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on from the naked pooper. All right, this is a relationship advice post. Uh, OP is 24 and his wife is 27. Also, it's got in brackets at the end of the title, he put serious. Oh. Mm. I need to generate and hide several hundred dollars from my wife. What? Serious. (laughs) So he plays around with formatting a lot in this one. All caps. uh, He does like a bold, extra large text portion so i'm gonna read it as it is meant to be read <clears throat> she can't know this money exists it has to be a secret i've never been able to get keep a secret before usually due to continuity goofs and lack of deceptive experience i'm a professional student who brings in very little from internships she works full-time we're both essentially eight to six workers she's earning decently and i'm earning much less and she wants and deserves a trampoline <laughs> <laughs> what on earth is this? A professional student? That's not a thing, my dude. <laughs> She's talked about it for years at this point, and I can't take her to a trampoline park anymore. COVID. She's always assumed we'll maybe get it when I get out of school, but that's in a few years. So I think this should happen. Now, it needs to happen. She wants a trampoline, like most folks want a car or luxury bag, jewelry thing, and I've pulled off bigger events before. If I can stupidly go solo spelunking and survive, this and execution should be a cakewalk. But I'm stumped and kind of not super bright. And I'm not a sharp idea generator. That's usually her thing. I'm like the Hulk. Lots of ability. Must be directed. Misses the details. Hashtag. And it must be totally as a surprise. Fireworks. Wow. What moment. I want it to just appear in the yard. She deserves that. I don't want her to know where the money came from or pull from our accounts or worry. So how do I proceed? And surprise the deserving love of my life with her own trampoline? How do I personally earn slash obtain it without touching our accounts? This is kind of a big deal. The timeline is ASAP, and I'm tabbing this serious. Right. Um, relationship is five to six years, depending on who you ask. TLDR. <laughs> Wife deserves a trampoline. Wife loves trampolines. Thick-headed husband needs to get a trampoline in dark of night to surprise her. Knows it's a great idea. Needs execution help and advice on how to be secretive. <laughs> I was pausing because he put periods throughout <laughs> like the Hulk. <laughs> who, who writes like this? I'm so what on earth? Yeah, it's it's very dramatic. <laughs> it's like Tarzan got hold of a keyboard. Yes, it sounds like it was written by Uncle Red. <laughs> no, Uncle Red is much more eloquent than that. That's true. <laughs> but it's just like the the drama of it all it's huge drama like <laughs> i'm just really confused i don't even know where to begin um there's three edits oh, okay 
Edit one. It's in all caps. <laughs> well, I appreciate the feedback. I may end up deleting this. If this occurs, do not be alarmed. The plan is still proceeding. I do not want to risk it being seen by SO if it explodes too much. Thank you all for the feedback. I think I have an idea of how to proceed now. I am grateful. <laughs> wow. This guy seems like a lot. He does seem like a lot. I feel like he didn't take his medicine today. <laughs> like, he sounds like... I have a lot of ADHD kids in my class. That's what it's like. Like, he just didn't take his meds. And now he's very excited about this trampoline idea. Mm, he does sound like he might be having a manic episode of that's something he has issues with. But I think wow. he's just excited. I think maybe very excited. He, he, he needs this trampoline. How can we get this man a trampoline? I must protect him at all costs. <laughs> How do we get him a trampoline for his wife? Because I feel like if he doesn't get a trampoline for his wife, he's going to be crushed. Yeah. People in the comments, I believe, were mentioning uh, like Costco. Because like for summer, Costco will have like random shit like trampolines. Also, Walmart's. Like, how big of a trampoline do you want? I mean, yeah, how big is their yard? Or is he talking about, like, one of those indoor trampolines? How much does she actually like trampolines? He says she, she wants it like an expensive bag or a car. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, people like things that they like, I guess. But a trampoline seems like, I'm just, I don't even know what to say about this. <laughs> it could be like a, I've always wanted one since I was a kid and I was never allowed to have one. Uh, that's how I felt about like owning a handheld <gasps> console. Like I wanted a Game Boy when I was like 10 really badly for Christmas. And instead I got a keyboard. Like my Lego Batmobile. Okay, for those of you who don't know, um, which is probably everybody, unless you've been like stalking my Twitter going back until like December. <laughs> In October last year, Lego announced that they were doing the uh, 1989 movie Batmobile as a 4,000 piece Lego set Ooh. that cost an absurd amount of money. And I saw it and I was like, because <gasps> it's like Batman is 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 my thing, but also I never had Lego as a kid. I was not allowed to have Legos as a kid. Why? Because they were messy and expensive. Huh. Um, and my mom didn't want to buy them and then be standing all over them or like vacuuming them up or whatever, which I kind of get because kids. Right. So I, my husband was like, "Well, I can get you one for Christmas if you want," and I was like, "No, that is a ridiculous thing to buy for a nearly thirty-year-old person." <laughs> who, you know, you don't have to buy me a Lego Batmobile. So what did I get for Christmas? A friggin' Lego Batmobile. And it was the greatest goddamn thing. I spent 20 hours building this thing <laughs> over the course of like a month and a half. And it's glorious. And I'm never taking it apart again. But it was like this thing that I couldn't have when I was a kid that I wanted. And then I got it and it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I put on, uh, I also got the Blu-rays of um, Batman the Animated Series, the remastered Blu-rays. Mm -hmm. So I would put them on in the background and then oh. build my Batmobile. It was like my little hour of me time. That's self-care right there. Oh my God, it was so good. It was great. Um, I'm now looking for another Lego set that I can get so that I can like have that time again because it was it was just so chill and i felt really proud of myself when it started coming together like when it actually started looking like a batmobile it was like yes 
I was at Target the other day and I was like looking at the Legos that they had and they didn't really have like exciting Legos. Yeah, it wasn't super awesome. But I am on the Lego website right now, which I don't recommend you go if you don't oh, want to no, drop I'm, that much no. money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a whole Diagon Alley. I, I've seen it. It's I have gorgeous. Seen it. I know. They also have the night bus, which... And a Hedwig. Would... Oh, yeah, the Hedwig. Um, what was the one I really... So I've always wanted the Millennium Falcon one always but it is dummy expensive and but i just oh god the uh, the fun hours i would spend watching star wars and building a millennium falcon would be like a hundred percent worth the money whoa are you, okay so there's two there's like, a big one there's actually four well those are retired okay so yeah there's the the one that looks like lego where it has like the ridges on top no and then no there's... no don't give me that shit so that one is 159.99 uh-huh. The other one <laughs> is on back order right now, so you can't drop that much money on it, but it is gorgeous. It looks like just the Millennium Falcon, and it is $799.99. Yes. <sighs> Woo! Yeah. That's what I want. Jeez. <laughs> That's what I want. Either that or um, Boba Fett ship, Slave One. Which one? one was a was a much cooler ship than the millennium falcon don't at me nerds because you're wrong (laughs) um and i would yeah that would be great but the the 800 millennium falcon is if i if i had just the wildest amount of disposable income in the world i would have already bought it i will say that they have some reasonably priced ones on ebay i seriously considered spending my stimulus check um Falcon Lego. So maybe I'll ask for money for Christmas. <laughs> and then I'll get my get my baby. But it's meant to be huge as well. It's meant to be like a good like foot long at least. Yeah. So my my Batmobile is about a foot. If I got this I would have to get the glue also, um, just to make sure that it doesn't get exploded oh yeah i i am nervous about moving the batmobile now because if i feel like if i touch it it's gonna fall apart it's really solid like and it's heavy but i just i know i know myself they also have like art pieces that you can buy so you can get the andy warhol marilyn monroe that's cool as shit dude i i get the lego magazine they send it to me now because we got (laughs) because we got the batmobile they now send me the Lego magazine and it's like, I'll sit and have a look through it and I'll go, oh, look, husband, look at this Lego. And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they have some cool Iron Man portraits too. Oh yeah, I saw those. They have just amazing stuff. Lego is a dream. I went to the Lego shop in um, Copenhagen and it was it was really fucking good. I think there's one in like Vegas, if I recall. I mean, I live in San Diego, which is where Legoland is that I've never been to. There's one in New York. There's a big Lego shop in New York right by the Rockefeller Center. Um, I've been there too. I love Lego. Lego's great. Shout out to mom if she's listening. Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> I finally fulfilled my Lego dream and you didn't have to clean up any pieces or hoover them up or stand on them. So I guess that's a win for both of us. That's good. Yeah, you can shop by interest. Gaming. I'm going to spend too much time here. Don't stop. <laughs> Get off okay. the Lego website. <laughs> what is this bus? Okay, no, we're done here. <laughs> but yeah, my husband, uh, is, my husband is laughing at us from the other room. <laughs> uh, let me read the other two edits. So, edit okay, two. Here we go. Okay, folks, I'm shutting it down real soon. This is too big and her lunch break is soon. Please, last minute comments appreciated. 
currently planning to collect a lump sum from several of your suggestions, either buying the Sam's Club trampoline or letting her pick, and anticipate it taking some time. Maybe a few weeks, maybe a month. Edit three. You know what? I'm leaving this up. It's unlikely she'll see it. Infrequent user of Reddit. I'm a gambler, and the incoming new advice continues to be helpful. I'm a gambler? Oh my god. <laughs> I think he means, like, philosophically speaking. I hope so, because I don't want him, like, putting all the house money on the horses to get a fucking trampoline. That would, <laughs> would suck. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I like the idea of letting her pick, and then also just being like, no, we're doing this. Because it seems like she would probably be like, no, we don't need like we a... We don't need a trampoline. No, I don't need a Lego Batmobile. It would be nice, but I don't need it. That was me. <laughs> now, okay. I have like too many tabs open of lego.com. Right, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't buy any Legos. I mean, I enjoy Star Wars and Marvel and Batman and whatnot. But I'm probably not going to buy a $70-plus Lego set of it. My problem is I love Star Wars and Batman and Marvel and stuff, but I absolutely 100% will buy a $70 Lego of it because I have no self-restraint. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of... They have these um, Transformers Animorphs pieces from the 90s and they are horrible and i kind of want one <laughs> yeah like like with the funko my um oh, yeah. my saving grace is just being like not buying it online that's cheating <laughs> no you have to find them in the wild like you have to actually like go into the shops and look through the wall and hot topic and be like is it here is it here yeah that's yeah. the fun that's the fun of it it's like treasure hunting exactly and i didn't get to go at comic-con in san diego they have the big walls of funko like some booths their whole deal is just funko it's like a booth built out of funkos and you have to find them and they've got a lot of different ones um but usually the rare ones are hidden behind like a glass case and i feel like the avatar ones that i want would definitely be rare right now because everybody's yeah. getting back into it so yeah yeah but let her pick the trampoline that she wants in her heart and sam's club seems like an affordable option trampolines aren't that expensive well, not that expensive but if you're a student and you're not pulling in a lot of money that's going to be uh, a decent chunk of change so if you can get it on like um like catalog pay i'm trying to think on lease and then pay it off like month by month that could be a good option but it doesn't have to be a surprise secret i think if it was something that i was really desperate for and i'd always wanted i would want the opportunity to pick what i wanted yeah i wouldn't want somebody to just go ta-da here it is because that you don't want to be disappointed by that and you don't want to feel obligated to accept that gift mm -hmm. so yeah letting her pick is the absolute best thing that you could do so that she can get the trampoline off her dreams. I hope she enjoys it. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, just, he seems to mean well. He just he means well. Yeah. He's just a little manic. Dude, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta calm down. Check, check yourself. Just have a little, ooh, chill out. He didn't just buy it, so that's probably a good sign. Like, he didn't just yeah. go on, on walmart.com and find it. But yeah. Um, okay. To wrap it up, yes. we have a very nice Am I the Asshole post. 
Cool. Am I the asshole for making out with my wife at my child's wedding? <laughs> Can I just note, I do not like the phrase, my child's wedding, because they're not a child. They're an adult if they get <laughs> married, I would hope. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So anyway, my wife dated someone when she was in her early 20s for a while who I'll call Dan. Dan is slightly older than her and has always had an addiction and mental health issues. She finally cut him off right before we met. He developed an obsession with her and all but stalked her until we got married and moved away. For years, every time someone ran into her in her hometown, all they talked about was how Dan constantly talked about her and was so in love with her. We had kids and our oldest got into a relationship and got married. As it happens, the betrothed is a child of Dan's sister. Small world. I support my children 100% and they do seem like a good couple. We weren't worried. Over 24 years had passed. Even if he did realize she was present, hopefully he wouldn't make a scene and things would be fine. It's not like we would have to socialize with the entire extended family weekly. Well, at the wedding, it was on. Dan made a beeline towards my wife and I at the cocktail hour. He made us both very uncomfortable and was making things all about him and his feelings. He crossed out feelings and put obsession. (laughs) Subtlety wasn't cutting it. We didn't want to derail the reception with this, so we came up with a plan over text. I went off under the pretext of going to the bathroom, and when I came back, immediately started an aggressive teenage-style makeout session with her against the nearest wall. He looked like he was about to cry and stormed off. I stayed overly affectionate the entire night, and it worked to keep him away from our table. The wedding happened in February, and my child and their spouse just got their pictures back, and there's a full spread of... Well, us. Oh, God. (laughs) They're furious at us for making a scene and hogging attention at their wedding. We were just trying to stop a bigger scene. We didn't really want to tell them because it might make their relationship with their in-laws more complicated. That's pretty childish. Like, it was kind of okay. Kind of okay until the photos. I get, I, I get that you don't want him to be around you, but why couldn't you just be like, look, man, we don't want to talk to you. Can you just go away? I think they were afraid that he would react poorly to that, which seems like a valid concern. But that's not a reflection on them. That's a reflection on him. So, I don't know. They could have dealt with it better. That's very petty and childish. I, I think it's funny. And I feel like they made a good decision as far as like like as long as they weren't actually hogging attention they were just doing it as a deterrent to make dan go away then absolutely but also why as a photographer are you going to keep yeah putting that in the photo album i don't know the photo thing is the thing that makes it really uncomfortable for me because they were expecting lovely photos of their wedding and the beautiful day that they had and whatever and instead they got pictures of their (laughs) parents looking exchanging saliva which yeah i i would be pissed off i can't blame them for their reaction to be fair um because they paid money for that you know and that's meant to be their day and instead they've got pictures of old people making out so hmm, hmm. i'm just hoping like, I, I'm just imagining this is, like, a very small portion of their photos, but, like, again, as a photographer, that's, like, Yeah, why are you taking pictures of that? It's very strange. Also, like, it doesn't cost them any money. Just don't get those ones printed. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, uh, I think that they probably handled it well. I think the kids were probably reacting strongly because they don't know what the situation is they also don't know why they were doing that that is the bigger issue like 
I know that they didn't want people to know their business and cause a scene, but they've somehow managed to cause a scene anyway by not being 100% honest with the kids. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's a tricky situation. I'm not sure they behaved entirely appropriately in that situation. Also, Dan is just the uncle. Oh, yeah. Dan is, like, the worst (laughs) and should leave them alone. But... You know, uh, I think, yeah, she doesn't or he doesn't want to make the relationship with their in-laws more complicated. But also Dan's just an uncle. It's not like he's their parent, you know, so it's it's not like going to be that awkward. You'll yeah, see them a couple times a year if you want. But that, that also means that it's not that awkward to be like, hey, just so you know, Dan was stalking your mom and we don't <laughs> want to spend time with him. Like that would have been it would have been really easy before the wedding to just pull the groom aside, for example, and say, hey, um, if you notice your Uncle Dan coming over to our table a lot, can you distract him? Because we've got some history that we don't want to burden you with right now, but we'll we'll explain later. We're not angry with him or anything. We just don't want to talk to him. Or the best way is to assign someone to distract right. him. So that's what I did at my wedding. My cousin, who's a piece of shit, as we know. Uh, yes. Go back and listen to episode 18. <laughs> and my former boss who had also worked with him we sat her with him because she was like one of the few people in the world who can deal with him and he also needed to stay away from my grandpa because yes of the shit that he has said to him so we're like okay we're gonna put you two together and you get to babysit him yeah thankfully i didn't have problems like that at my wedding thankfully um it was pretty chill it was pretty chill it was a, it was a very nice day but um yeah i don't know weddings are awkward and there's always going to be someone at a wedding who you don't really want to socialize with but it's not about you like weddings are like the one time where you just need to suck it up and put up with it for a couple of hours and then make your excuses and leave if it's that bad yeah but yeah i feel like in any other situation it would have been okay but the fact that it was their kid's wedding i'm like oh that's that's a bit trashy your kid's wedding yeah and i but hey it worked (laughs) it worked i mean it had the desired effect but you know that's all i got i probably wouldn't have even brought it up if i were the kids but of course i'm not confrontationalist i would have just like uh i've been like wow that's weird (laughs) yeah just uh deleted the photos and called it a day yeah strange anyway yeah so i thought this was funny it was like it's creative problem solving i'm just not sure how funny it is for the kids looking at the wedding pictures oh an imperial star destroyer is also 700 dollars. oh stop it (laughs) stop it if i had it my way my whole office would just be filled with lego 800 dollar lego sets god damn yeah gotta get another one of those quarantine stimulus checks oh yeah so i can get myself a millennium falcon hit me up uh, I'll start a GoFundMe for you. <laughs> start selling plasma. <laughs> that reminds me, I need to donate blood. Anyway. <laughs> donate blood! Do that. Also, check on your neighbors right now and see how they're doing. Yeah, you should always check on your neighbors anyway. That's a neighborly thing to do. Yes. Um, but definitely check on your neighbors now. Be friendly with people. Yes. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter and tell me your favorite Lego sets and what I should get. And I'm looking at dragons right now, and that would yes. be cool. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay. You can find our podcast on Twitter at R the letter U the word Serious Pod. And you can email us your favorite trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and also pictures of strong women. Strong women. And Gwendolyn Christie, stand on me. Um, <laughs> our email is are the letter you the word serious at gmail.com. Uh, you can scroll back on my Twitter and find pictures of my Batmobile at Esme underscore C underscore nose, as in knows lots of things. Or you can come and join us on Facebook at R the letter slash you the letter serious podcast. And I will tell you all about why Slave One is a much better spaceship than the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Let's, we can't end on that because then you're just going to get. Gonna... Fight me online, nerds! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're unequipped to do that. <laughs> this is a cool treehouse. Stop! <laughs> <laughs>